Free Mind on 106.7 to be Columbus's real hip hop and R&B. Shahid's in the studio. Money on the wood makes everything good. It's Thursday, so you know what it is. It's another edition of the SS Experience live on your radio. Booty Vegas and uh, Shakira's on the show today. What up, y'all? What up, though? What's going on? Man, it's, it's we're another day closer to the weekend. And for some of us, I get paid in a couple hours. I can't wait. I'm going to act a fool because it's the weekend. Oh, wow. Dang, I gotta wait till Friday. Lucky you. Yeah, man. Shout out, shout out to my bank, Langley Federal Credit Union, for the nice little uh, get paid up to twenty four to forty eight hours early. Shameless plug, but if y'all want to give me a sponsorship at Haney Hardaway seven five, reach out to me. But okay. uh, on my DMs, real quick though, uh, somebody mentioned that I didn't bring up a story that should have been brought up, and I apologize for not doing it. Brittany Griner, as we all know, got nine years in a Russian prison. We all know that she's not about to serve the nine years. We all know what the big power play uh, that goes into that. But Bootsy Badass uh, blasted Vice President Harris um, about the Brittany Griner sentence. Bootsy, you said that you got a little bit of knowledge on that. What you know about that? Well, you know, just, I, I just think as we probably all know, she's being used as a, as a political pawn. And um, just to see her have that choreographed speech and plead to her mother, then it was interesting, but um, we're all hoping that this transition for the hostages really go through. Uh, Security, you know anything about it? Yes, I seen Boosie with his little crazy butt talking about it. I seen him. I was like, first of all, he in his car. You know, Boosie, he funny. I just, he's just hilarious. That he is. But um, yeah, but no, he. I don't know why he went so hard on Harris though. Like, why would he go so hard on her? I mean, oh I no, I got, I got, I got ideas and I got thoughts. We're gonna talk about that on the yeah, podcast yeah. side because um, no, we know why. I know, I know why he went hard, and I would have did it too. Pause. It's one six seven to beat. Wait a minute. Bro, <laughs> this is why, like, this is why it's like we elected Biden because Biden chose a black woman to be his running mate. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. when the black community gets behind a candidate like that, mm -hmm. we expect for stuff to work in our favor is one of the things about Barack Obama that a lot of, you know, African-Americans give him smoke on. He gave rights mm -hmm. to gay people before he gave rights to black people. And you're the first, you know, quote unquote, black African-American president. So when you have Kamala Harris as the VP, now remember, nobody voted for her to be president because where was it, where was all of those black people then? You know what I'm saying? Y'all could have voted for her to be the president, but y'all was like, nah, we're not fucking with that. But Biden picked her up and then we voted for Biden off the strength of that. My point being is that you got this black woman in a Russian prison for fucking weed vape cartridges, not even weed, THC, yeah, that, no, that, no, that no. other bullshit. You know what I'm saying? So Bootsy deserved to give her all of the smoke because as a, a vice president that we elected via Biden, she needs to do better. She needs to be more. She needs to be more boisterous and all of that shit instead of the whole whatever Biden's got going on. So everything that Bootsy said or Bootsy said, for the most part, the energy, I agree with. But let me, she doesn't have power over Biden. And let me Thank tell you this you. too. Let me Thank tell you, you this too. There's many a people that are locked up for less, like more, like what she did. So you got to think about that. Everybody's like on their back because- there's people that's locked up for bogus crimes over weed. Right. And, and so it's like, and we this want, country or yeah, Russia? I get it. 
I get that, you know, she's more, of oh. course, she, she's the front face of everything because she's an athlete, of course. But there's other people that deserve the same type of treatment that she's trying to, like, other people deserve that. So you right. got to think about that. Right. So and then, and then the other there's people that's been in the system longer than her that should be deserved to get free. Yeah. So. And then the other point that you made is well, how much power do the vice president really have? You're really serving in a um, more of a, uh, a media role. You don't really have the power. You don't make all the decisions. You're there as backup. Like she, she's not the actual president. So I don't know how much they can press on her. And then number two, Biden has been making some amazing. He spoke about this over and over again. He spoke about his desire to get her out. He spoke about his desire, how much he didn't like it. And how he's going to work actively to get her out. So it's not like she's being ignored. So I know as much as I love Boosie and find him entertaining as well, let's put it in context of what Kamala Harris, who she is, and mm -hmm. what our president has been saying. Like, give him the smoke too if you really want. To be honest, they've been trying to get his attention for a while. Why was it? Why did they wait to this point where she got sentenced for Biden to finally be like, oh yeah, let's do this emergency request? Like that, they've been trying to get Biden's attention a while ago. Why now, though? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I think he's been trying to play the, uh, the the background. I think they've been trying to do it through backdoor political channels. So I think part of it is, is a strategy because they're not on, on, on the best of terms. And, you know, mm -hmm. so I just think basically he knows that, that it's a whole political thing. Let's remember the war that's going on in Ukraine. America has been supporting them actively. So I think it's a whole lot of channels that are going through a whole lot of conversations and everything it's probably not going to be discussed in, a, in the open, but he spoke yeah. about it. You know what I mean? So I just think, you know, sometimes it's best to work the back door. Like you can't show all your cards in the beginning anyway. So I just yeah. think we need to leave. We need to leave out. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, I feel like she is wrongfully accused, of course. Yeah. But you got to think about other re other people that have gotten worse sentences than her. And people want their justice just as much as She's getting out, you know. But so. we're talking, but we're talking about an American in a Russian prison. We're not talking about Americans here who is on trumped up drug charges. Like I get that. Yeah. But we're talking about yeah. an American in Russia on trumped up charges for like nine years. Like yeah. in America, nobody's getting nine years for a vape cartridge or anything. I mean, we like really that. don't know that though. I mean, do you know your do you know that? Yeah. Go to Louisiana and you'll be surprised about the weed laws. In Louisiana, it was it, it's horrifying. There are and then also are, what happened like, to the trade is supposed oh, to be Boosie. a trade that happened. Boosie, I'm glad uh, Boosie, I'm glad you just did that. Why is that? Top five states that black people should not go to. I have my list ready to go. Y'all better not be trying to put my state on that list now. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> at number, I heard y'all saying that <laughs> at number five of top states that black people should not go to. South Carolina. There's not one rule. There's not no urban city in South Carolina. Name one. In every other state, you can name a city that's full of black people. Even in Bur even in Alabama, you have Birmingham. Name one black city in South Carolina. You can't do it. There's none. There's um, none. All of that shit is some old Dixie flag flying haystack. Bomb. I mean, I never been. I never been there, so I wouldn't know. Trust me, South Car South Carolina is one. At number four, Alabama. Yeah, I did mention that they have Birmingham, Alabama, but the only thing black about Alabama is the football team that Nick Saban got running like a plantation. Other than that, black people should not be in Alabama. Roll Tide, Roll tide though. 
I mean, it's a historic black. I don't know. My I mean, Tuskegee's out there too, but but what but what did they do in Tuskegee? My family's from there though. That's why it touched me a little different because my family's from my dad is from out Selma. Like I got family from there. So get them there, cook them there. はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。はい。は
Honorable. It's living in Houston. Okay. So. Honorable. Honorable mention. Oregon? Wyoming. Oh, okay. Because that is what the, what the fuck's in Wyoming? Who goes? Right. Who goes? <laughs> Who yeah, that's why I said honorable mention. Wyoming. So. My top five list, and we actually went through the whole top five. That's great. I thought my I thought my state was gonna be on that list. That's what I thought. Yeah, he left some he left some great states off. No. I will go I will go ahead, Bootsy. Your top five states that black people shouldn't be in. Well, I don't know if it's gonna be top five, but I know you could have put Iowa in and you definitely could have put North Dakota in there 100 percent I don't know where they would have went. I don't know where you can phrase that, but um, because I don't shit, I don't, I don't shit on the Midwest like that. It's like it's just the South to me is like, you know what I'm saying? Like the South, the, yeah, the well, racist South, like the people. Well, in yeah. well, yeah. Say that then. The racist South. Yeah, of course. Okay, know, that's yeah, why that's, I added. That's why I added Alabama, Mississippi. You know what I'm saying? Uh, from a guy who has traveled all 50 states at least twice. I've been to every one of them. My list would not be that, but Ohio would be on there. And mm-hmm. Iowa would 100% be on there. And in Mississippi, Biloxi, Mississippi, when I went to the casino, they told me to take my hat off when I was going to the uh, to the restaurant. And I said, take my hat off. And the guy said, yeah, boy, take your hat I said, man, I almost lost. Like, I've never been called the boy. So some of mm-hmm. your seven states are great. But I heard of Boston, too. I heard Boston is another one. Oh my God. Well, well yeah, well, as a city, oh, no. yeah. Now I can give you my top five racist cities of all time. Oh, no, 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 no. Massachusetts should be in your top five places. Black folks did not go in. They literally did not fully segregate their schools until 1989. But you got to remember that one. So now nah, you write about that one. Massachusetts, the great state of Massachusetts. Commonwealth. Facts. The great commonwealth of Massachusetts, as they as they like to say. I mean, there's yeah. a lot of states. I mean, there's a lot of states, but like I said, I was mainly focused on those those South hater nigga, I hang you type states. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't ever feel like I'm gonna get hung in Massachusetts, but I know that the mm-hmm. smoke is real because I always said, well, what's more racist, a Boston person or you know, what I'm saying somebody from like the South? And oh, Boston, no. Boston is pretty up there though. I mean, even though oh, no. Boston, oh, no. Boston, don't, Boston don't like the KKK. Mm-hmm. Boston has no respect for the KKK because they like if you're going to terrorize people, don't do it under hoods. At least Boston has that going on for them. They still don't like yeah. niggas and everything else, but they like put your face on it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and let me say this, though. Everybody from Boston that I've ever met is edgy. They're really they're really edgy. Like mm-hmm. I'm really good friends with Free from 106 and Park. All this mm-hmm. is happening in her life. She, I talked to her too, uh, last week. She's still edgy. Everybody from Boston got a real quick feel. I thought she was from Boston. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's from Boston. She rubbed yeah. that shit hard. Oh, man. B- uh, born and raised. Like, mm. I mean, straight up. Now she missed I tell everybody, like, some of my first interactions with Free, she hit me to the body before. Like, just hit me to the body. I'm like, Free, what are you doing? Like, everybody from Boston is turned up. And Boston was another place they were telling me, don't go out at night. As well, so yeah, mm-hmm. Massachusetts would definitely. That's be why in I there. bring that up because I've heard many stories about yeah Boston. So yeah, man, yeah, man. So look, um, so so just tying it back together with the whole Kamala Harris thing and um Brittany Griner. We hope Brittany Griner, um, you know, gets back. And I know there's gonna be like hella stories, hella interviews, and hella things that she's about to talk about. But can and we talk about like what happened to the trade? Like, wasn't there supposed to be a trade that happened? Yeah, it hasn't it hasn't happened. Yeah, yet. it's not yet. It's coming. Mm-hmm. So we and again, that's just one of the things it's like, well, what else we gotta do? Cause now, because you gotta think about it. You give her nine years for that. 
you be like, okay, we had, we, you're going to get this prisoner. That's it's like, it's like adding a fake value to something. You know what I'm saying? Uh Like you could have gave her like a year or whatever, but you give her a nine ball. You'd be like, all right. So in exchange for this nine ball, give us this other person who's a 20 ball or whatever, you know what I'm saying? And whatever, little (laughs) bullshit like that. So, um, Let's go ahead and move on real quick, man, because uh, like I said, that was an old topic real quick. Irv Gotti was, um, I forget if he was on Drink Champs or whatever. It was Drink Champs. Uh-huh. It, it was Drink Champs. Love, love, love Drink, love drink Champs. Um, uh. who had, who, who's outside in the wind? Oh, it's probably my fan. Yeah, yeah, like. I got to turn it off. Or just adjust it, you know, away from your mic. That joint sound like somebody was outside giving us a traffic report. It's hot up in here. <laughs> no, I got you. We about, to, we about to be done real quick. So for everybody who was outside during the whole Murder, Inc. saga, Irv Gotti talks about um, there's no reunion tour without Ashanti, and he got like a $300 million deal. So anybody who gets 300 M's, let's talk about that. <laughs> Lil Baby on 106.7 to beat Columbus's real hip-hop and R&B. Shaheed's back in studio with the SS Experience podcast crew. Boosie Vegas and Shakira's in the studio. What's up? What up, though? Hey. All right. So, um, if you missed the SS experience, or if you wasn't listening on the podcast, I gave you my top five city, my top five states that Black people shouldn't be going to. A little bit controversy, a little bit, you know, on point. But check it out if you have your own top five states that Black people shouldn't be in. At Haney Hardaway seven five, go ahead and chime in on that. So I was watching Drink Champs uh, a couple of days ago, and Irv Gotti was talking about the Murder, Inc. story that's going to be on BET. He inked a $300 million deal, you know what I'm saying, on that. And saying that there's going to be a Murder, Inc. reunion. It can't be a reunion tour without Ashanti. I 100% agree. Like, outside of Ja Rule, Ashanti is Murder, Inc. Yeah, you need that good, good. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's, I mean, ain't nothing much to say about that. Shakira, what you yep. think about Murder, Inc. and all of that? Was you outside for Murder, Inc.? I- I was watching this last night. I'm actually, I'm I'm such a huge, you know, hip hop. So I was into this last night. I watched it. And um, of course the first episode was really about Irv, like how he got started. And I didn't even know he founded J. Cole. I didn't know he did all this stuff. DMX. Yeah, he did DMX. a DMX. Like I'm learning about this as I go. I'm like, okay, Irv, okay. But um, I don't know where we're trying to get at, but we'll talk about it later. But the fact Let's that get to this. Let, me, let me ask you this question: Do Irv got do guys like Irv Gotti make it bad for good women like you? Mm, well, um, do, well, as a matter of fact, let's tease that. We're gonna we, she'll answer that on the podcast side because we got to pay some bills real quick. Okay. Bills. Um, yeah, that that is that is a very good question because um, I actually was um, what's Irv Gotti brother name? Chris? Is it is it Chris Gotti? Chris Gotti. Yeah. Guy. So. No, no, no. Real cool dude. He was really trying cool. to do some real dope stuff in uh, Richmond. Yeah, he's cool dude. I, know. I wish I wish that I had more power at our power, no pun intended, when I was around him because we he was really trying to really put the city on. He was really trying to, you know, reach out to artists and really make some things happen. As a matter of fact, like Shakita was really working hard with them. Pause. Well, not pause, but you know what I'm saying? She was actually like really, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, working with them because she was hosting a couple of events for him and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, man, man, shout out to uh, Chris Gotti. But what was you saying about, um, go ahead, Shakira, answer the question. Does uh, Irv Gotti make it uh, difficult for women like you? Yeah, for like good women. Like, I mean, especially when, you, when you're holding it on for 15 years later, you know what I mean? Like, does he make it bad? Well, first of all, we got to think about how it was back in them times. 
Like, that's a whole different time back then. Like, the, the hip-hop scene was different. So, like, that's... When he said that he slept with Ashanti, I never knew that. Like, just how Fat Joe was saying, like, we never knew that. Like, why are you bringing that up? Why are you bringing 20 years up, you know, right now? Um, so, yeah, I never knew that. And well, it's so not going to be a reunion tour with him dropping that bomb. Yeah, right. and, and the other thing is, Irv Gotti went at Fat Joe about two couple of hours ago. He kind of, it was, if some audio just came out saying he's not his real friend, He's not grateful. And one thing that I can tell you what I do know, you don't you don't disrespect Fat Joe. So, he, you know, this might could this might turn into something. Fat Joe ain't the person you mess with. No, and I know that for a fact. 100%. I mean, I feel like it's all cloud just trying to I know what Irv is doing. We all know what Irv is doing. He wants us all to tune in to his documentary. Of course, that's a big part of why he did all that. But still, I mean, like I said, I didn't know I was young back then. I, that's what I'm saying. Learning all this stuff. Um, about him and his relationship with her and all that, like, you know. But like I said, watching last night's episode, I'm learning a lot about Irv and his grind and what, you know, drove him to even do what he's, you know, what he is today. So I'm still learning about his career and what he did for uh, Murder, Inc. So... You need. I, mean, um, I like Irv Gotti as an as Irv Gotti as an executive, though, because one of the things that you have to understand, even though he kind of sort of took an L in this, but he managed it the best way that he could, the whole 50 cent beef with Ja Rule. Like he managed that as well and as best as he could. Could he have done more? Probably, but 50 was just so relentless at Ja Rule. Like I haven't watched the documentary yet. I'm gonna go ahead and watch mm -hmm. it. I just realized that I do got BET and my direct TV TV subscription. Mm -hmm. For some reason, I thought I didn't have BET, but yeah, somehow I got MTV, BET, VH1, oh, wow. and all of that stuff. I didn't know. I thought, yeah, man, I thought I had like the super duper basic, basic package. I don't have ESPN, unfortunately. I wish I could trade in BET for ESPN. As a matter of fact, let's put down a poll at Haney Hardaway 75. Would you trade in BET for Ooh, ESPN? I need both. I, need both. <laughs> I mean, I ain't been, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. Ever since, and again, this is gonna sound like old man sitting on the porch with a walker and a cane. When 106 and Park went away and they stopped playing music videos, mm. I was done. Because because why, BET, why the fuck are you going to play TV sitcoms? I can watch these same TV sitcoms on CW, mm. UPN, and all of that shit That's back in the day. You know what I'm saying? I didn't come to BET to watch Martin. I didn't come to BET to watch The Fresh Prince and watch. I came to BET for the culture, for the music. For all of the that, thing, shit. yeah. I, the I thing that I, got me, they switch up the host too much. Okay, I not the, I love Bow Wow. Okay, but the fact when free when free and AJ left, man, that that was of course just legendary's gone. So now they're trying to fill in from then. Oh, let's bring in Bow Wow, Jaleesa, and all. But no, nah, but they had, but they had, but they had, but they had Roxy and uh, Terrence J. They, they, they their tenure, their tenure was longer than uh, Free yeah, and yeah. AJ's. And but I respect once, them, of course. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I hated them. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, I'll tell it to them. Like, yo, when y'all, no, no, because because like when you go from Free and AJ to them, right? It's like, it's like nah, right. y'all ain't there. But at the same time, you know, the work that they did. We're good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's like us trying to like, you know, get our grind on too. Like, so it's like, yeah, I respect them fully. Oh, so. fuck the Breakfast Club. We'll take that shit over. We're gonna talk about that a little bit later on, too. You know what I'm oh saying? <laughs> I want I want I want all the smoke with everybody. But um, let's get back on topic real quick because you know I like the random stuff about that. But Irv Gotti, man, like very good executive. Yeah. Man, I was, like I say, he did discover like a lot of people, you know what I'm saying? And just 
He just couldn't close the deal out on all of them. Like, could you imagine instead of Jay being with Dame, Jay was with Irv Gotti? Mm. Mm. No, I'm saying I'm- like, like how, like how, how different. I'm not saying like Jay Z's career would have been better or anything, but what? How, yeah, could, you, how could you imagine a Jay Z well, murder? From what Inc. Jay was, from what Jay was saying on the documentary, you know, Irv was this very creative person. So he I was, mean, and Irv was in the mix in Reasonable Doubt. Irv yeah. was the guy. He, he was the guy that you didn't see in the mix, but Irv has always in been background. in the mix with Jay Z um, yeah. from from day one. Shout out to uh, Ching Santana. One of the producers from uh, from Murder Inc. that was in the Go Go Bands, my man. One of the producers, he was telling me that uh, that Irv was the only person that could get Jay to do anything, even in his height of features and stuff like that or whatever. So you know, yeah. Irv was always in the mix anyway. Yeah, and he found ways to like get their stuff promoted on the radio. So he yeah. was that guy. Like he was that guy. Irv was that guy. The source to like have artists like, man, how you doing this? Like, put me on. Yeah, um, I didn't know that. That's what I'm saying. This is all new to me too. Like I'm learning too about how his career kind of started. Well, look, I'm gonna have to definitely watch the documentary. I did. I just watched the the, the drink champs. You know what I'm yeah, saying? No, podcast yeah. episode. You know what I'm saying? Which was a lot of um, mm-hmm. a lot of fire bombs and a lot of cocktail bombs just like thrown into the mix. And I was just like, yes, it was. Oh, wow, yeah. this is what we're. T- that's how his show always about. is, though. His show is always like little snippets of like, oh, okay. No, but no, no, no. That's why. That's why I love Drink Champs. You know what I'm saying? Like my my podcast was supposed to be like Drink Champs. You know what I'm saying? Like if I had like a whole bunch of like industry friends who could like mm-hmm. sit around or whatever, we all smoke weed, we all drink mm-hmm. and all of that shit, just get fucked up and just talk with a mic. Like, yeah, it's some shit that come out. Like Neo is another example. I don't know if you see, y'all seen Neo. What he just said on there. I'm like, God. oh lord. And with his scandal going on, he just said that? <laughs> man. About, <laughs> that's crazy. about another man's wife, but hey. Right, right. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's super hilarious. All right. So um I just want to get into like one other topic real quick. Cause I know, like I said, Boosie's time is valuable. Um I appreciate it. No, no, no. We all have time is valuable. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, 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 I really no, I got get there because, because I'm leading the situation. So yeah. yeah, I'll continue. I'll continue to pop. I just DM'd you too, Sakira. Oh, okay. All yeah. right, so let's talk about um. Well, let me bring the beat audience back real quick. One hundred six seventy beat Columbus's real hip hop and R and B. Shaheed's rock with you and your speakers doing what I do best. Absolutely nothing. Just finished playing that new Beyonce "Break My Soul." Oh yeah, the song that won't go away. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I thought you was gonna scream. You won't break my soul. That, that was kind of like your cue for that, but no, I didn't last. I'm sure they had enough. All right, no doubt, no doubt. So uh, we're gonna do a short. We're gonna do a short show today on the SS experience. As always, I'm gonna be with you until the Breakfast Club comes on. Um, and shout out to and you know I'll talk about that in a second. Marshawn Lynch. You know when they say uh, we down like four flats. Not mm-hmm. only was he down like four flats, he lost two tires on a oh, dope wow. Mustang in a DUI arrest um, out in Vegas. I didn't really watch, read the story, but I just saw the pictures and the and the the mug shot. I just thought it was super hilarious. It's classic. Yeah, I'm watching in the group chat. I was just like, this is just funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That mug shot is that mug shot's gonna be classic. That's gonna be one of them. That's gonna be one of the ones that we we gonna be seeing for a while. Cause you know, Marshawn Lynch don't hide anything. His facial skin, like nothing about him says inauthentic. 
So, I mean, man, he's guilty just by the whole uh, 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 mugshot. I just want to, on the podcast side, we're going to talk about where did the tires go? Shakira, what was you about, Shakira, what was you about to say real quick before we... Uh, no, I was, like, I was just like, yeah, he's like, I'm just here for the fun. I'm in Vegas. I'm just here for the fun. <laughs> I'm like, I can just imagine him saying that. <laughs> Lock me up and get it over with. Please hurry up. Come on, y'all. I just want to, look, like I said, I just want to know where the tires went because I see a rim with Man. no tire. Like, where did the tire right. go? We'll talk about that on the podcast side. It's 167 to be. I don't really want to get into this for real. It's just it's just comically hilarious to me. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. Yeah. I really want to go look at the bunch. I really I really want to go in on uh Angela Yee's new show. Um up with, was it? no, 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 because this is this is why. This is why I want to this is why I want to go in. I really didn't want to do it on iHeart Radio Waves, but I'm gonna do it on my own radio waves. Boy, you boy, you love gambling. Um, let's do it. You love rolling the dice over That's there. That's my girl. I'm so I'm gonna let go ahead. Let, go ahead and deal your sense on it, but I'm gonna say my sense on it. 2011 or 2012 is when the Breakfast Club became syndicated throughout all of you know our heart radio's markets. And I was um not working with, but I was like around uh this morning show that was in uh Norfolk on 103 Jams, and um my dude Angus Black and I forget the other the other like two hosts, but I know it was Angus Black. I think it was uh Hitman Hearst or something like that. And they was telling me how like they had came into the studio and they was like, Yeah, man, we lost our job. I'm like, what happened? I think um I think Dominic the Diva was on that morning show too, before she took over the middays, you know what I'm saying? Um I wanted three jams. And they was just all like, Yeah, man, this morning show from New York, this breakfast club, they they taken over our slot. We've been, you know, we've been pushed out. And for me, I've always hated that. You know what I'm saying? I've always been an advocate against a syndicated show in a market where there's actually good talent that can actually do the right. work. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so oh. I've always hated the Breakfast Club for that one reason. Yeah, but also you lose your identity to your region or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when I thought New York, I I, I don't know the correlation between Virginia Beach or the Norfolk, you know, Tidewater area. Like, some geographical area, if it was a trap state, I could get it. You know what I mean? But I didn't like it either. And they got them in D.C. because they would never do that in D.C. No, not at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, even in Atlanta, like, even when you look at the pictures of the Breakfast Club, they're always taking pictures in front of their Power 105 banner. Like, they're a New York morning show. When they have, when they do their callers and stuff, it's always somebody from Jersey. It's always somebody from Connecticut. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I don't really, I don't really need that. You know what I'm saying? I don't really need your New York morning show in my city. I really don't. You know what I'm saying? So my smoke with Angela Yee is, is that if she's going to be taking over markets and, and, and like local people is going to be, you know what I'm saying? Losing their jobs because, oh, we're about to have Angela Yee. Angela Yee's about to do her own thing. We really give a fuck about what she's talking about, even though nobody really did on the breakfast club. You know what I'm saying? It's like mm, that's debatable right there, though. Angela Yee was the weak link of the Breakfast Club. That's debatable. No, nah, she wasn't the weak link. She wasn't the weak link. So who's you gonna say the weak link is Charlamagne or DJ Envy? Honestly, Envy. none of them, to be honest. Like it takes a whole team to make a great show. Yeah. Like they, yeah. they're right. a power team in my eyes. They are. I mean, they are. And, and they all deserve to go their own separate ways. Charlemagne, they all they all already have been doing that. Mm, well, I mean, let me say this. I'm interested to see how Angela is going to do. Um, I, I will say this, and I don't know if y'all watched this. 
we have been seen Breakfast Club episodes without Envy, without Angela E, but we've mm -hmm. never seen one without Charlemagne the God. They never, you oh, know, no, 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 you, yes, you never seen that. Yeah, you never seen one without uh, Charlemagne. Yeah, oh, man, he ain't never almost there. Like it, it'd be a lot of times where it's just um, DJ Envy by himself. To be honest, I've, yeah, I've, I've seen, I've seen a couple, I've seen a couple of uh, episodes without Charlemagne the mm -hmm. God. I mean, but that's what I'm saying. Oh, yeah. Like if you if you rank them. If you rank them in order of, OK, what's the best version of The Breakfast Club and the least best version of The Breakfast Club? When you take one off. The Breakfast Club is not good when Charlemagne the God isn't there. It's better with Charlemagne there. I mean, you know what I'm of saying? course, he adds that. Of exactly. Course. You know what I'm saying? But you can't just shame my girl like that. Like Angela Yee has. She is a freaking like she's done a lot. And so with her own lip service, like, honestly, her lip service is booming. Like her podcast. Yeah, that I don't is. Know if you guys, you guys probably don't even tune into that. But oh, no, I, I seen, I just, I seen booming. the first, I've seen, I seen one episode because they had the cast of P Valley. Well, not well, they had like oh, two people man. from P Valley. But, look, this, but, it, but, but this is why I want, this is why I wanted to watch it. The dude who plays Uncle Clifford. Mm -hmm. I wanted to know whether he was a good actor or did he really dibble and dabble in those type of activities that we see on P Valley? Like, and he's, I think he's the real deal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, 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 he really, he really does that stuff. You know what I'm saying? Which is cool. I just wanted to know because um, the dude that plays Lil Murder is married. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Got like yeah, a wife yeah, and everything. Yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, hey, that dude's a good actor. I couldn't, I couldn't act that way. You know what right. I'm saying? For any amount of money. Like, I couldn't do it. So I was really curious just to see, like, as far as actors go, mm -hmm. are y'all a really, really good actors or y'all are just portraying a lifestyle that y'all pretty much partake in? But my in? question is, like, do y'all really know the, the whole full story of Angela Yee's success? No, no, Like, I that's am. why I respect her so much because as a Black woman in radio, I fully get it. Like, she really hustled and bustled from the beginning. No, no, I do. And I and, and it's it's pretty much tongue in cheek, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, it's just like for me, just don't take no opportunities from local people when you when you syndicate your show. You know what I'm saying? So like if there's a girl like yourself that's in the midday doing her thing, Angelie, don't take her spot. That's no, we're not we're not doing that. Don't take her spot. You know what I'm saying? If she decides to do an afternoon drive show, you know what I'm saying? Like if you got like like okay, for example, my dude DJ IQ. You know what I'm saying? He's the afternoon drive guy. Don't take his job. You know what I'm saying? Because you're syndicated. Like, we're not doing that. And that's She's pretty much what my job, though. She's creating her own thing. No, no. But what they're going to do is they have to put her in a time slot. Yeah. And, right. I, and she deserves is well overdue. Right. But I just don't think she should take something <laughs> from a local person. I mean, like I said, I don't know how the New York over there and the iHeart works, but all I know is that she is well overdue. That's all I gotta say. Like she, you, you don't know what she does behind the scenes. She is a true business woman, and I've seen it from day one. And for a black woman to just like know her whole story about internships, how she even like started, and just everything. Like no, no, she has she has a good grind. So look, we got about like thirty seconds left before the chat actually cuts off. Bootsy, just give yeah. me like ten seconds on something. Like on no, your I final just thoughts say, or something. Congratulations, congratulations, Angela Yee. Um, sometimes you never know how it's going to turn out. I'm interested to see what this next move is going to be. I'm very interested. Shakira, your final thoughts about 10 seconds. Um, yeah, I'm just, I got to support my ladies in this one. Uh, women in radio, we, we out here. And like I said, with Angela Yee, she's definitely setting that she's the perfect example of just 
you know, inspiration at its finest. That's all I got to say. My five seconds, Marshawn Lynch. What the fuck happened in Vegas, B? What happened to them tires? That's all I want to know. It's the SS Experience.